you're listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I just got out of my rich bitch bath. I record some of them from the bath, but today I just could not get comfortable. So I'm actually not in the bath. I just got out and I'm in my comfy ass robe and I'm feeling good. I feel like the last time I spoke to you guys alone, I was not in the best place mentally. I was just going through it and I still kind of am, but I feel a lot better and I have some stuff to share with you, of course. But like, honestly, I'm doing good. Life's great. Like, I think that it comes to a point when you're struggling where you kind of have to look at your life and be like, I'm kind of being a little bitch. Like, (laughs) I live such a great life. I live in one of the best cities in the U.S., in my opinion, San Diego, if you didn't know. Um, And I've just been going on a lot of like sunset walks and really trying to ground myself in gratitude because I feel like being outside really helps. But anyway, if you didn't catch my last solo episode, essentially, I've just been talking a lot about how I've just been in a weird place and work has been slow and it's really allowed me to just kind of have to sit in stillness, which hasn't been the most comfortable (laughs) thing to do. Things are good and like have been moving forward. I actually just signed with management, which is super exciting. And a little shout out to you guys, especially the people who have been following me on Instagram for a while, because I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that without y'all. So thank you. But it's been interesting just like going through kind of this weird desert period and kind of like learning some things about myself. I talked in last solo episode about how I have really realized how much of my self-value is attached to accomplishment. And it's really something that I've tried to work through the last like month and a half and like really think about and try to work on. And so kind of going off of that, I also wanted to talk a little bit about just this thing I've been calling the ick. (laughs) I've been uh, talking a lot with my dad um, through this time just because he is an entrepreneur and I really look up to him. But it's been really interesting, honestly, because I have never really opened up to my parents in that way. Like we just don't have that kind of relationship where I've ever felt like comfortable being super emotional. And it's something I'm really working on, but, um, I've been talking a lot with him about like this, this anxiety I've been feeling. And if you listen to like my very first episode and trailer, I talk a lot about like my battle with mental health and like the journey that I've been on. And like, I've really come such a long way from, that kind of darkness in my life. But I think that a lot of the fear and anxiety I've been feeling the last month and a half has more so been about feeling anxious at all. And I like have coined it now as like kind of getting the ick, like this ick sensation. Like I'm not even fearful or scared about the unknowns. I'm more just scared that I'm even feeling anxious at all because I don't want to ever feel like I'm in that dark place again. And after I kind of like thought about it like that, and I realized like that that was like the major ick I was getting, and that's why I was getting so emotional. That's why I was getting so fearful. That's why I was spiraling. 
um, I realized that that was absurd. (laughs) It is absurd to believe and think and naive to the idea that as humans, we are never going to feel anxious or we're never going to feel fearful or we're never going to be scared. Um, because that is the human condition. <laughs> and I, and again, I don't want to like invalidate my own feelings. I think it's very valid and makes a lot of sense why I would like, would feel the ick and feel scared to even be feeling anxious because of the battle. And almost like, I don't want to say PTSD, but like the PTSD that I have with those feelings. But I think something that I've really realized is that we tend, at least I do, and I've talked to a few friends about this too, and they've kind of agreed, it is normal to feel anxious when things are not going per use. It's normal to feel a little scared when our business doesn't do as well as we hoped. It is normal to feel a little bit upset when something doesn't go our way. It's a human condition. Realizing that I was making a bigger deal out of something that's a normal human feeling, like being, having a little bit of anxiety, feeling a little bit anxious in hard times, that's a normal feeling. It's a normal human feeling. It's why I talked about last time, why the joys and the highs feel so good. Those things wouldn't feel good if there weren't lows too. And so I think kind of realizing that and realizing that, you know, I'm not going to be a hundred percent all the time and that's okay. And I'm not going to be happy all the time and that's okay. And just because I'm feeling a bit anxious right now, that doesn't mean that I like am struggling with anxiety in the same capacity that I did a few years ago because I'm never going back there and I, and I'm choosing to never go back there and I've worked through things and I've grown. So there's no way I could ever go back to that. And I think speaking over myself with that, And affirming myself in that way has helped me so much the last month and a half. So I really wanted to make sure I said that and brought that up this episode because I feel like the last solo episode, I was a little bit gloom, which is honestly, I'm not going to apologize for because I promise to keep it real here. And I know that y'all appreciate that, but I did want to read you guys the affirmation of the month. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but the title of today's episode is 1-800-GET-VULNERABLE. And so the affirmation is, I'm strong and resilient. I choose to be vulnerable knowing that it isn't a reflection of weakness, but an act of authenticity. I am brave enough to express my feelings. It's written in the description if you need to read it. Um, I wrote that one this week, honestly, to just kind of sum up how I've been feeling because something that I've realized during this time is that I have a really hard time with vulnerability. And you might be laughing like, what? That doesn't even make sense. She's on the podcast right now talking about how she's been feeling anxious and that's super vulnerable and open. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm good at that. I think that I struggle though in my own way with vulnerability because at least for me, I sometimes feel like when I open up to people, it makes me look super weak and incapable. And that is a total me problem. (laughs) And from like a distance, like talking on this podcast right now, that is absurd. And I'm sure there's a ton of other women and men that feel that way. And I really struggle with that. I've just always been the strong girl, like always. It's a strength for sure and something I'm proud of, but also something that has really been kind of a con in some ways because 
I feel like I don't express when I'm hurting sometimes because I'm scared of looking weak. This affirmation is just so important to me because it's acknowledging that vulnerability is never a weakness, but it's a strength and it's actually an act of authenticity. And so I really wanted to talk about that today and honestly just encourage you guys because I feel like a lot of people struggle with being vulnerable. It's something really, really hard to do. And whether it's in the same way I am talking about or maybe in a different way, I think vulnerability looks different and is a struggle for people in different ways. I'm affirming now to you and to myself that you can be vulnerable and still be very, very strong and resilient. Vulnerability doesn't mean that you aren't strong and that you aren't capable and that you aren't powerful. And that's something that I really, really need to affirm into myself and work through because it's definitely something that I've realized during this time that I struggle with. For instance, like crying to my best friend, Brittany, about how I'm feeling and then feeling the need to apologize and almost feel like ashamed that I'm crying and feel judged or embarrassed that I'm even showing this kind of weakness. I I did that and then she was like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you apologizing? And I didn't realize that I was apologizing because I felt so embarrassed that I was even coming off like I didn't have it together. And for me, I don't think it's about caring what people think. I don't think I've ever really cared about what people think. It's more so that I just never want to come off like I'm not capable and I'm not resilient and that I'm not powerful and that I'm not strong. And something I really realized over the last few weeks, because vulnerability has always been so important to me. I mean, this is why the podcast exists. Like it's always been so important to me. Being vulnerable about your story and what you've been through has always been so important to me, but I never really thought about kind of the other side of vulnerability that I really struggle with, which is being able to not only show up to others, but show up for yourself and accept support without feeling like, for lack of a better word, shit about yourself. It's actually really cool because I kind of feel like I'm just one of those people, like, obviously I believe in God. I've talked about it before. I'm a person of faith, but it's crazy how like everything is just always so divinely timed and set up, especially when you're having like realize little I call them realizations I always feel like Kylie Jenner when I say the word realizing or realizations because of that one stupid video of her that went viral um but realizations is honestly the word when you're going through like desert seasons or periods of growth there's just tons of realizations that you have it's really cool because this club I'm a part of I've talked about it before in San Diego that's called the reading club they put on this really cool event and they do these things called masterclasses all the time where like different people that are in different professions volunteer to come and talk about what they do or like put on little events. And the storytelling girls that I brought on, um, Anne-Marie and Holly, they were the first episode ever. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen, run, run to the episode. It is so freaking good. But they came back because they had done a masterclass before, but they came back and actually did like a storytelling workshop with people. And they had people workshop personal stories of theirs that like answered a prompt that they chose. And I didn't choose to tell a story this time around, but I went to the storytelling event where all these people got up and shared the story. And it was just this like really good reminder. One, we're not alone. Everyone is going through the same things in different capacities in different ways on different timelines. And being vulnerable about it 
is not weak at all. And listening to those people's stories and them talking about these situations and stories and traumas that they've been through and what they've learned from it and where they are now, it I wasn't listening to these stories thinking that they were weak. I was viewing them as so strong and so beautiful and so inspirational. And on top of that, I was like getting triggered by my own stories. I was listening to someone like, oh my gosh, I've been through something like that. Or, oh my gosh, that reminds me of a time that that happened to me. One, you're not alone. Vulnerability acts as proof that we are not alone in our struggles. No one is exempt from them. I won't give any more details because their stories were personal, but it made me realize like, oh my gosh, I've been through that. I've been through something similar like that. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of a time that I went through that. It made me realize how important vulnerability is, not just because it's an authentic act, but because it provides a safe place and a safe space for people to relate and to communicate and to grow and to release their own trauma. And we need to create a safe space for each other. And that was like kind of like the main thing I wanted to talk about today because as I work through my struggle with being vulnerable, I also want to encourage you to do the same because I know it's something that's really hard for a lot of us, whether it stems from the same place as mine or not. And I don't mean like create a safe space in a corporate way. I mean, of course, that's super important. Like, If you run a business or a part of a company, you should definitely try to encourage a safe space for vulnerability. But I more so mean like as friends, as romantic partners, as family members, we need to like encourage vulnerability. And like you can do that in like a plethora of ways. I think for me, starting this podcast was one of them. Other ways are like asking questions, asking your friends, lover, family questions about their life, how they're doing and encouraging them and staying curious about people's stories in life opens up a space for someone to be authentic and real, especially if you are willing to exchange as well. And I talk about it a little bit. I did talk about it a little bit in past episodes, but being curious, asking questions has changed my life in so many ways. It's changed my communication with people in so many ways, but I don't think I've ever applied it Like in this way, it made me feel a little bit hypocritical because in the same episode, I talked about how you need to like exam, set an example for the way you want to be treated back. And I've really applied that in like my communication style, like big time with my family, with my friends, I've communicated with people the way that I want to be communicated with back. And it has completely changed the way people treat me, but I wasn't applying it with vulnerability. I wasn't doing a good job of sharing how I'm feeling and putting myself on the line with everybody in my life. So I'm working on that, on not feeling sorry about crying to people who care about me or not feeling embarrassed or ashamed to be real in that way when I'm feeling weak. Because I've never been ashamed to like put it all out there and like talk about my story and talk about who I am and talk about what I believe in. But I have noticed that I am a bit insecure to talk about when I'm not doing well. And when I am feeling weak and something that Anne Marie, which is one of the storytelling women um, who taught the masterclass and who was in the first episode of like the whole entire podcast. And again, go listen to that episode. It was so good. Something she said on the episode, she had to learn to stay tough, but not hard. 
there's such a distinction between being tough and being hard and cold or being tough and not being able to be vulnerable or being tough and thinking that vulnerability is weakness. And I say all this not to like relay the fact that being vulnerable with each other makes us close to each other. Like, of course that's true. I just think there's another level to creating a safe space with people in your life on a vulnerable level that not only deepens your relationship with people, but it, it just affirms people that we are not so different. And it relays that our human experience and the things we feel and the insecurities that come over us and the things that we have to go through are not so different from each other. The circumstances are different for sure. People definitely have it, have had it way tougher than me. Like I live a very blessed, amazing life and I can admit that, but it doesn't invalidate anything I've been through or anything I'm feeling, or it doesn't invalidate what the person next to me is feeling. It more so just brings us closer together. And being vulnerable makes the hard times easier. When someone is vulnerable with you about something they're going through and you can relate, it makes it easier. And so I think creating a space in your relationships to just be candid and to practice vulnerability will significantly improve your life. It's worked for me. Just being able to like open up to people about how I'm feeling And being able to talk to people in my life that actually care about me, about how I'm feeling and what I'm going through has not only made me feel better, for lack of a better word, but it's made me realize that anxiety, fear, failure, if you want to use that word, sadness, loneliness, all of it is just a part of the human condition and that's okay. I'm reading a book right now by, uh, oh my gosh, let me grab the book. Hold on. Um, it's by Elizabeth Gilbert. It's called Big Magic. I cannot take credit for reading this book. You know who you are. Thank you for recommending it for the book club. But literally first chapter of the book, I promised myself I wasn't going to be the podcaster that like read someone else's material but I have to read it to you guys because I think it applies so much to what we're talking about. Oh gosh, it does. I resonated so strongly with it because I feel like it encaptures exactly what I'm trying to say with normalizing human condition and human feelings. The whole book is about creative living beyond fear. Great book so far. I'm only like 70 pages in, but highly recommend. I'll actually link it in the description. If you don't read it, let me just read you this part. And I'll end here because I think it's such a freaking good little paragraph. So she's talking about how you need to push past fear. And she talks about how create with creativity, there is no way that you're not going to feel fear. And I can even go farther to add that there's no way you can live life without fear. And I'll even add like things like anxiety. That word is so charged now. It's hard to throw around. Don't take that what I'm saying the wrong way. Like I think it's great that people are being vulnerable. I just think the word is really overly charged now. But feeling anxious about things when our life is a little bit stressful or unknown or or we're feeling unsure is very normal. And so I love what Elizabeth Gilbert says. Elizabeth Gilbert sounds like a character on Little House on the Prairie. And so she says that in times that she is feeling a little more fearful or that the anxiety starts to get to her, 
she has a welcoming speech, quote unquote, prepared for fear. And this is what she writes. She says, dearest fear, creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. And I acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. Apparently your job is to induce complete panic whenever I'm about to do anything interesting, (laughs) which is funny. She keeps going on. And then she says, so by all means, keep doing your job if you feel you must. But I will also be doing my job on this road trip, which is to work hard and stay focused. And creativity will be doing its job too, which is to remain stimulating and inspiring. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us, so make yourself at home. But understand this, creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions. I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family, so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still, your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat, you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You're not allowed to touch the roadmap, you're not allowed to suggest detours, you're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature, you're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else, my dear old familiar friend Fear, you were absolutely forbidden to drive. And I freaking loved that paragraph because it's this beautiful metaphor for accepting that fear, anxiety, doubt, imposter syndrome are just a part of the ride, but they don't need to dictate our life and they don't need to dictate our day and they don't need to dictate our mental space at all. And it's okay to feel those feelings. And I'm talking to myself right now too. I really, really struggle with this. Like this is a major struggle for me. It is okay that these things exist. It does not mean you're backpedaling. It does not mean that you're falling back into old habits. It doesn't mean that you have a serious sickness or a mental health problem. It just means that you're human. So anyway, that's all I got for you guys today. Again, I'm going to link this book um, in the description because I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And I think that little snippet, if that doesn't do it for you, I don't know what will. And again, I'll read the affirmation that I'm going to be repeating to myself for the rest of the month. I'm strong and resilient. I choose to be vulnerable knowing that it isn't a reflection of weakness, but an act of authenticity. I'm brave enough to express those feelings. The most important part of that for me is vulnerability isn't a reflection of weakness, but an act of authenticity and an act of authenticity is never something we should be ashamed of. She affirms. (laughs) So anyway, 1-800-BE-VULNERABLE. There you go. There you have it. Thank you for listening, you guys, and coming back every single week. I really appreciate it. Um, The podcast has been such a huge passion project for me. Like for me, this is not just job. Like, I love this. I love coming on and talking vulnerably. I do. Even though I'm still working on it in other areas of my life, I do love doing this. And I do love sharing my thoughts and the things I'm going through. And I especially love sharing other people's stories. So let me know how you've been liking the episodes. Or even if you have a guest idea of someone you would want me to interview, feel free to slide into the DMs. And again, make sure you go back to that first episode and listen to Anne-Marie and Holly's episode on storytelling. It was really powerful. And make sure to catch up on the other episodes. There's a lot of good ones. The pod Instagram is how I see it. Pod would appreciate some love there. And my Instagram is at how hands sees it. Come join the fam if you aren't already. And I will talk to you guys next week with a guest. It's going to be a really, really good episode. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. But anyway, have a good week. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It Pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Hand Sees It. Thank you guys.